aware. The algorithm, beware. I'll be honest, uh, last week I, I tried to uh, record, I did, and uh, fucking Camtasia shut down. At some point, I didn't know, when I went to go stop it, I was like, oh, I guess the application ended and it didn't even give me the fucking error, you know, because the, the software is so fucking bad. Who runs this fucking company again? Camtasia. I had a whole episode about, like, who the fucking leader was of this, I believe it's Nazi software, but uh, they have a good price. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Look at this Camtasia wiki. You think I'd already have this fucking up, but you know. Ba -ba -ba Boom! It is led by the white supremacist. What's her name? It's a lady. I know that. Um. Oh, it's by t the company TechSmith. Is the developer? It's a private company, headquarters in Michigan. All that goes without saying. William Hamilton is the key person, but uh, it's now helmed by his daughter, who obviously has wild qualifications, uh, Wendy Hamilton. TechSmith produces products and services includes Snagit, Camtasia, and Jing, Screencast.com, Relay, Moray, and Coach's Eye. God, those names fucking suck. Coach's Eye? Is that like... Named after, like, some pervert that spies on the girls in the locker room. Or the dudes in the locker room. I've heard of Snagit before. It is a screen capture and editing tool. Okay, well, maybe I'll use Snagit. Kidding! It's still TechSmith. Jesus. I just thought, like, I wonder what the error is. You know, I've been trying to get better at... Trying to figure out why programs crash. You know, I started using the event viewer that's on Windows, which is like how you can see why something crashes or at least the error that pops up when it does. I mean, I guess it, the error could be, uh, you know, significant or not because what I was reading is I get this uh, 116, uh, 10016 or 10,016 error. And it's supposed to be like harmless. It's like some kind of decoms error. And I know what decoms is. It's just, it's just like legacy software shit, right? Like it doesn't really matter, but it's somehow been brought to every Windows edition. And it's just a fucking problem, but they really don't know how to get rid of it. And so I, I kept going online trying to figure it out. And like everyone just kept saying, like all these fucking professionals, so like you bug has nothing to do with your crash into the system. I'm like, okay, well, then explain to me why this error always pops up when my fucking system, my game, like when I'm playing Halo Infinite, crashes. Or if I'm recording Camtasia software, it fucking crashes, you know. Fucking people talk out of their ass. I mean, then what's the fucking issue? Maybe it is it could be hardware. Do I have like a bad RAM read? I mean, like. Maybe you have to run those programs to see uh, if that that's the issue. God, I need a mentor about this shit. God, you go through so much of life and just you don't. No one tells you fucking dick. You know. I had an exciting week. Um, uh, recently, I just on Friday, two days ago, uh, I did a set at. Um, Cat, the Cat Cafe, which is in Phoenix, and I almost quit because I couldn't find parking. And I eventually did. I found one hour parking, which um, I used 59 minutes of. Because as soon as I did my set, I was like, <laughs> meter's running. I got to go. It sucks, though. I mean, like, uh, I wish they would do longer than one hour. I mean, it seems insane, but, you know, those are the rules of that spot that I was in. 
and the caf the cat cafe show went well um i had practiced a little bit um uh eric and i uh met at his place uh wrote barely anything well i did i, I, wrote, I didn't have time to write much before we headed out to the grid and uh i did a good set there i thought it was fine um and then Josh Graves and Celia Contras. I can't even pronounce her last name. Celia, sorry if I fuck up your name. Uh, I really just am bad with names. It's uh, not because I don't care. It's because there's a lot of people in the world. Is what I'm going with for now. Um, Contreras? Celia Contreras. I think that's it. All right. Anyway, um, they're a great team. They do a tarot card reading after everyone's set, and it's, uh, I don't know how true it is. I think they just roast comics, or at least uh, Celia does, and it's very funny uh, the way they play off each other. So that's a good show. So if you're an Arizona comic and you want to go to a mic, uh, go to the grid on Wednesday. Figure out when, like, uh, how often that's running. I think it's every other week, but maybe it's, maybe it's every week. I'm not sure. I didn't ask Josh. I was just there to get in a couple of minutes of haha time, which was mostly stories and crowd work, which is not usually what I do, but that's where I found myself in my current craft doing. I don't know, just uh, set up punch seems to be a good way to go if you want to be a uh, traditional comic, but uh, I think uh, Louis C.K. has showed us and has pioneered the storytelling comedy format, which is honestly kind of a regrettable format because some people don't like know how to do it including myself so you see amateurs go up there trying to do it and they're not good but i'm trying to get better at it because i think that's where the true comedy comes from now it's it's within the stories uh that you know have character and you know you find comedy within the, the, the story itself that you're telling and you're not just trying to seek out, like, setup punch, right? It's more so you tell a story and try to fit, like, a setup punch within it. A nice little observation. Yeah, but, um, yeah, and that was good. I think I did, like, six minutes there at the grid, and then I did, like, 11 minutes at the Cat Cafe. Three more minutes than I promised. So, uh, you know, when my when I started to lose steam there at the end, uh, I was like, oh, I, w I thought I was only going to do eight. But whatever. Um, right now, I'm, I'm very concerned with uh, this test I just bought, all right? I'm, I'm going to do a Pearson View, which is apparently a monopolistic company that controls all testing on the fucking planet, or at least within the United States. Because I was like, competitors to Pearson View for CompTIA testing, and like, there's zero fucking results. So, um... I'm stuck with these fucking people. I mean, I scheduled a day to go to their goddamn fucking campus, uh, the Mesa Community Co like, you College, whatever, right? I'm like, hey, I'm going to – this date's available, and I picked it. And then three weeks later, they're like, hey, uh, that test you have next week, we're going to reschedule it. Sorry about that. I'm like, you're not sorry. This is an auto-generated message, and I, I just – I want – I just want people to start getting laid off at these fucking companies that just don't know what the fuck they're doing. They know how to take in money, but they don't know how to fucking spend it to make their company better. They only know how to just take it and put it in their fucking pockets. It's just so fucking disgusting. God, I hate Pearson. I mean, that's where I took my original pharmacy tech test. That went off without a hitch. And I guess you can do the test at home, but the problem with that is when you do it at home, 
Like, they have to do all this fucking shit with your fucking camera. They want to make sure they get every fucking... They want to see your fucking dick to make sure you haven't written, like, fucking answers there on your fucking shaft. And all this other garbage, gobbledygook. So you have to fucking do it in person. Because otherwise you'll just fail halfway through because the camera saw something that it shouldn't have. It's like, oh, did I just see a fly? Is there somebody in the room? Are you cheating? Are you fucking cheating on this fucking test that's going to fucking try to get you a job somewhere that you can fucking make money from? Are you trying to cheat? Are you trying to cheat? Writing on your fucking asshole? You're taint? These fucking people. God damn it. Who runs fucking Pearson? We have Wendy Hamilton, the Nazi white supremacist at fucking Techsmith. And then we have at... Where is this place? Pearson View CEO. Robert Whelan, you little fucker. God, what a piece of shit, that guy. Let's see here. Let's go to Wiki. I'm sure he wasn't the first person to discover this fucking company feels like it's been around for too long. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold on. Pearson uh, was discovered in 1844? Holy shit, is it, did I discover the Illuminati? I didn't know they were this fucking... didn't know they were that old. They must have switched fucking styles. Or switched business models at some point. I, I doubt they were in the testing business in the fucking 19th... Like, the 19th century. It was founded as a construction business in the 1840s, but switched to publishing in the 1920s. It is the largest education company and was once the largest book publisher in the world. Um, in 2015, the company announced a change to focus solely on education. Huh, I wonder how that's going. It looks like somebody needs some fucking Vivance. Or some Adderall. Somebody needs to fucking focus. In April 2022, oh my god, that's that's this month. Well, actually, today's the May 1st. Pearson announced that it acquired the online language learning platform Modly. Oh, watch out, Duolingo. They coming for you. They're going to cut off your fucking wings. They're coming for those fucking wings, Duolingo. Those green, beautiful, feathery whiskers. Founder is Samuel Pearson. All right, let's see if what. Let's see if we can track his family tree. Um, nope, he's got the shortest wiki I've ever seen of somebody just who's discovered a, a billion dollar company. His grandson Wheatman Pearson was ennobled, making Samuel Pearson the ancestor of Viscount Caldre. God, some of this information is just so boring. He was a monarch. Jesus. Do these people ever even know anything? Or they just, like, they start the company. Like, they just, they give you the money, and then they say, like, also, I'm the CEO. And it's like, oh, okay. It's like how Elon Musk was like, hey, listen, I'm a fucking founder of Tesla. I'm suing you so I can get my fucking name as a founder. I think that's true, right? Didn't he sue to get his name as, like, one of the founders of Tesla? Like, he, like, created the car, even though he just kind of, like, knew, like, they were onto something, and he wanted to join in. Sometimes I wonder, like, how smart is Elon? Because, like, you would always hear, like, uh, you know, like, Stephen Hawking would have, like, fucking conferences and stuff like that where he would basically talk in a way which you don't understand anything. 
But with Elon, I kind of follow along. I'm like, oh, okay. Which makes, when I, you know, when you can follow along with a genius, it makes you think, is this person that smart? I mean, like, I, I understand what they're saying. They're not that smart. You know what I mean? God, this fucking, I cannot believe they're rescheduling this test. Although, I guess it has freed up that day, so I can figure out a way to get to San Diego to do, uh, help out with uh, This Week Sucks Tonight. I need to charge that light. Casey Carrier, the ex-person of Stand Up Live who ran the show there, or, yeah, Stand Up Live in Phoenix, is going to be opening up a club called Mike Drop in the lovely city of San Diego. And he wants the greatest show in the world, This Week Sucks Tonight, to headline it. Or at least be part of it. I'm actually not sure where it falls into the lineup, but he wants it for its opening week. How very, very exciting. So I'm hoping to make it down for that. Uh, let's see here. I think I did enough of my bitching. Got some scratch cards. I get usually for like, uh, my, my folks will give me some scratch cards hoping that I hit the lottery, um, you know, for Christmas. And I just scratched them. I don't, I don't know why I'm always late to scratch stuff. Sometimes you just look at stuff and you're like, I'll get to it later. But I think they're only good for 180 days. So I'm like, you know, getting on it. But you know what? I won five bones. Aaron won like 13, so she's uh, she's got more luck than I do. I like to use a quarter when I scratch those things. Some people like to use nickels, and I'm just like, yeah, to use a quarter. It's, you know. One of the jokes I didn't get to during my set, it was um, it was about how I wanted to start like an, an, an like a competitor to the NFL. Not the XFL, because I was stupid. That was like stage or some dumb thing. I don't know. Never made sense. My NFL league is going to be made with orphans, and I think they're going to play a little bit harder. That's like the premise of the joke. Is that good? I know it's weird to talk about orphans, but at least somebody's talking about them, right? At least I'm fucking giving them attention. I'm giving them a, a way out. Also, I want to sign multi-million dollar contracts. I'll just be like, listen, you're going to get your rent paid at a local apartment, and they're going to be like, that's a great fucking deal. They're like, is that water and utilities? And I go, you know what? For you, if you can make it to the finals, yes, absolutely. You know, you got to cut out, cut those deals. I know it's Sunday and I wish there was a race, you know, because I became an F1 fan, you know, overnight. So I'm hoping to see some Verstappen and Leclerc. And I'm hoping to see Team House do some fucking naughtiness next weekend here in the United States of America, in Florida. Which will be a pretty good show, I imagine. God, I, I hope it passes fucking test, though. I don't have to reschedule it, but fuck, it's all I can think about, you know. Just trying to break into a new industry and get good at one thing. They say to get good at one thing and make money from it. So this podcast is surprisingly going to have to take a backseat once again. I mean, I'm sure I can keep up my release of one a month. <laughs> Fucking so bad at this shit, dude. But, you know, when you feel like no one's listening, it's just like, who cares? You know, you just sit, you know, and just vent about your fucking life. I mean, isn't that what a podcast is supposed to be? Not one of these fucking murder mysteries that everyone fucking falls for, like some goofball, though. Apparently they close more cases than the police, so good on them. 
Maybe police should have a fucking podcast. Maybe every officer should have his own podcast about a fucking case he's working on so people can chime in and shit. Like, hey, I can help you with this. I've got a clue. Wouldn't that be fun if that was the new requirement for police officers? Episode 5. I had to shoot him. <laughs> he's like already, like, you know, he's released. He's like, I'm releasing an episode early because I'm in the news today. I don't know, would that help if detectives had podcasts? Like a real, like instead of these like, you know, internet sleuths, what about people with real access to real information? I wonder if it's even legal for a, an officer to have a podcast. Can you imagine if Derek Chauvin, uh, the guy who, you know, shot George Floyd, if he had like a pod and he was just like, dude, I've had a rough week. You're like... I can't believe I'm subscribed to his Patreon. This is crazy. This is some insider info. I mean, that's what you have to do. You have to, that's why uh, that one platform exists. What's it called? Where you sell yourself and you say hello and happy birthday to people. Cameo. I know some comics on there. I, I wonder how well they're doing. I wish them the best. But um, on Cameo, you can basically talk to anybody who's willing to, I don't know, just as opposed to giving out free tweets and pictures and videos on like Twitter and all the other shitty fucking apps that exist. Um, Cameo lets you uh, whore yourself out and get a little bit of money in return. So you can say happy birthday, Fred, and then you'll get like $2,000 or $100 or $500, whatever your price is. I have it on my phone, not because I want to use it, because I wanted to see who was uh, wild enough to be on there. Oh, please don't make me log back. I'm going to open it up, and um, you guys can try to guess the prices of these people. Okay, so Susie Essman, the girl who plays... Um, what's the big guy's name who's in a lot of hot, like hot water right now? Jeff Garland. So the girl who plays his wife, guess how much she wants? Uh, $700. That's wild. An actress on Lucifer, this girl named Amy Garcia, wants 110. See, that seems more reasonable, right? Okay, Brian Cox from Succession, who plays the dad. How much does he want? $700. This guy knows his fucking... I think that guy's just maxing out. I don't think he can go more than 700 can you? That's wild. Is there no more money in, like, Hollywood? I mean, I can get Brian fucking Cox to say something. That's so cool. Oh my god, you can get Shooter McGavin. Man, I might want to use that. It's like, in our inner friend circle, it's like our favorite movie is Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Maybe that would be worth $230. Kidding. Uh, David Cochner from The Office, $55. You know, I actually ran into that guy at an Arizona casino. Uh, it was, I think somebody was celebrating their birthday there. And, like, they must have, they had an award show for something on the same day. And he happened to be there. And um, I walked up to him and said, I, like, I'm a fan of your work. And he just, like, basically snubbed me and just, like, said thanks and just turned away. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, whatever, man. You know, you're not supposed to see famous people in Arizona. It just doesn't happen, especially at a casino. Mm. 
And also, I'm no longer a fan of his work. I just liked him in the Ricky Bobby movie. I mean, he's getting other stuff. I'm just spiteful, I guess. Colin Mockery, $160. Tommy Chung, $160. Ooh. Man, the comedians here, it's, it's like this whole, this whole section is comedians. Dude, Chris D'Elia wants $210. <laughs> if you're like 17, though, he'll, he'll uh, half it. Reality TV stars. This is wild. Doctor now? My 600 pound life. You forget sometimes that these are like shows. Paul F. Te Paul F. Tompkins wants 350. I think that's a little high for him, but hope he gets it. Michael Anthony of Van Halen? Wait, what is this? All right, whatever. We got Luke Diamond Phillips at 110. Wow. Let's see here. Can I look up people from Arizona? I know, just fucking. Yeah. Sorry, obviously I've uh, hit a wall, but I just like to, you know, I just like to read that kind of stuff. David Kochner, by the way, is... I don't know if anyone even remembers who that guy is. He just... He's very memorable face. As soon as he pops on the screen, you're like, oh, it's that guy. What's his name? It's like how many times I had to fucking see Steven Root before I was like, oh, that's Steven Root. He plays a great... He plays great voice acting, too. He plays Bill Dotry in uh, King of the Hill. God, do you think... All this knowledge for like television and movies. God, I wonder if it ever had any value. I wish it had value. It doesn't. I need to like switch out all my knowledge of TV and movies and be like the best hacker in the whole fucking planet. Or best tech fucking help person. That's why this one error is like bugging me. Because like I want to get into this field and I can't even fix this fucking bug on my own system. This fucking decom error, dude. This fucking decom error, dude. Windows logs. System. Oh, I didn't get it today. Hey! Wonder if it cleared up. Alright, so last time it happened was on the 30th. So it hasn't happened today yet. That's interesting. But watch this. As soon as I start up Steam, oh, watch what happens gonna pop up oh my god i shouldn't do this it's gonna fucking crash my camtasia software and be fucking even more livid i am living halo infinite though the new update drops this week i believe it drops on tuesday season two lone wolves new map it's a it feels like just new map that they're like releasing two new maps those fucking lazy sons of bitches how dare they make this a freemium game of course it's not gonna have as many updates But it is fun. It is a lot of fun. I love that game. Um, they've done a lot good with it. Although I'm not excited about the new Mauler update. Mangler. But yeah, anyway. Um, that cat show, I think, is going to be one of the last shows I do for a very long time. 
until I get this career all, you know, figured out. Get this garden going. The only thing that survived the garden was the San Marzano tomato, which is only used... I thought it was like a tomato you could like put on tacos and stuff, you know? Or like a taco, like a tomato you could, you know, cut and put in a salad. But then Erin corrected me and she's like, actually, it's more of a tomato used like in salsas and stuff. And I went, why are we growing this? She's like, well, it makes the best salsas. And I'm like, oh, you've got my ear now. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. We also have a red pepper, which was my idea. Because I'm tired of buying. I've raged about this too many times. Uh, I even raged about it on Friday during my set. And I just, this this three pack of uh, tomatoes, you just like, you know, you get like a, or peppers, you get like a yellow, an orange, and a red pepper. And they used to cost like 250 even less. But now this shit is like fucking like near $4. And I'm like, we got to grow on red peppers. And I don't want the green ones. They taste like ass. We all know it. I mean, we'll eat a green pepper because, you know, whatever. But, you know, if if it's the green pepper versus the, the colors of the rainbow, you know, yellow, orange, red, I think they're part of it. Then you take those, right? So in short, fuck Camp, fuck Tech Smith, fuck Wendy Hamilton, fuck Pearson, and uh, have a good one, guys.